0: Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things new age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the pod. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. I am so, so excited for today's episode as I have a special guest on with me today, Jason Shirka. Jason is a spiritual entrepreneur coach and author of three groundbreaking books. He has also been able to create an online community scaling over 50,000 people where he teaches individuals all over the world how to reach higher levels of consciousness. I'm so grateful to have him on the show with me today to share his story and wisdom. So Jason, thank you so, so much for coming on today.
1: Thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me.
0: So the first question I have for you is just to tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and who you are as a person and what defines you.
1: It's a great question. I can answer it in many, many different ways. So I'll do my best to keep it sort of brief and narrow. Um, My passion definitely resides in empowering people, helping people understand that we don't need an external savior to come and save us. What we really need to start doing is understand that we have that power within each and every one of us. And that's my indicator of a good leader. A good leader doesn't allow you to give your power away to that leader, but shows you that you have the power within yourself. So listen, I come from a business background. This isn't the world that I was brought up into. This is just what I've sort of evolved into. So Born, raised into a regular family, you know, here in New York, just like anybody else on earth. And one thing sort of led to the next, and I kind of rode with my heart, and I went with my passion, and I started writing, and I started reading, and I started creating. And today, thank God, I'm reaching tons and tons of people all around the world and showing them that they have the power to be leaders, and they have the power to make a change in this world instead of waiting for the next person to do it.
0: When did you first realize that you had that power within you? When did you have that like aha moment?
1: I was always different. There was a point where I didn't want to be different, especially when I was in, I would say high school. I didn't want to be different because all my friends were normal, you know, and if I were the different one, then I would be weird. So I put on a a facade for a long time, specifically when I was in high school and college and i just kind of started acting like everybody else but ever since i could remember I, I i always wanted to help i always wanted to do things differently i always saw the world differently big things in a way that they were very accessible people would think i'm crazy if i made a big move or thought that i can change the world and they said no you're just one person they said yeah i'm just one person that's exactly what i am and so are you and you can do the same thing so I would say my whole life, really, but there was a point in my life, specifically throughout high school and most of college, not all of college, but for about a period of six years where I shut it down completely because I didn't want to be the odd one out. And then I came to realize that being the odd one out is actually a fun thing to do. So that's where I'm at today.
0: I like how you mentioned the being the odd one out, because I think at the same time, like we're all feeling like the odd one out, especially in high school. But since we're all odd, we're also all the same in a way, like we're all reflections of each other. And I think a lot of people are slowly coming to realize that, like, they need to be taking the route that was meant for them and meant for their path and not just what society is telling us and conditioning us to do. So I really like that. And I want you to talk about what a soul mission is for my listeners back at home. If you don't know what a soul mission is, I want to have Jason explain that and what that entails.
1: We call it. Soul mission, soul purpose, why you're here. We didn't come here to wake up, work, make some money, go back to sleep and do it all over again. That's not why we're here. That would be a purposeless life. However, a lot of people's purpose is to go through that repetitive cycle in order to understand and start asking themselves, why am I doing this? right? It always leads us to ask ourselves a question. Why are we doing this? Why are we here? What's the purpose? And maybe we don't have all the answers to a question like that. But what I could tell you for sure is that our purpose is not just to be here, go to sleep, and die. We came here for a purpose. That purpose can vary based on who you are, based on what you've done in past reincarnations, based on what you've done In this life as a whole, no matter how old you are. I'm young also, by the way, that's why I love what you're doing, because (laughs) there aren't a lot of people your age doing what you're doing. I'm 24. So I'm considered really, really young in this field of, of what people like myself and yourself are doing, which is awesome to see somebody else that's even younger than me that's doing it. Yeah. So I would say that the sole purpose or sole mission is what you came here to fulfill. Uh, I come from a Jewish background. I'm not religious whatsoever. But in Judaism, they call it a tikkun. A tikkun is like your your, English translation would be a rectification. What did you come here to fulfill? What did you come here to fix? Not that anything was broken. But what did you come here to experience? Some people come here to experience poverty in order to be their motivating factor to go and make a successful life. My father is a perfect example of that, by the way. He came from dirt poor Israel in the slums, and that motivated him to be the successful businessman that he is today. So you can call that his tikkun, right? His rectification. He came to experience a certain circumstance that propelled him into a different way. Other people, their their sole purpose, the end goal could be to impact humanity through art, through writing, through reading, through creating certain platforms, through doing certain jobs, whatever it is, I would say that what connects all soul purposes is the fact that we all come here to fulfill one another, to fulfill ourselves, to understand that we are all one in terms of the foundation of where we come from. And that's where we're going to end up. Now the question is, how do you fulfill that sole purpose? How do you fulfill that mission? Well, first you have to understand what that mission is. And step one to knowing what that mission is, from my experience, is pay attention to your obstacles, pay attention to your hardships. Because your hardships and your obstacles, the things that are hardest for you in your life, whether it's your relationship with your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your son, your daughter, whether it's uh, your job, your boss, whatever it is, those are the things that have to teach you the most. Those are where your lessons actually reside. When you can pay attention to your hardships and your challenges, and you can reframe those things as opportunities to see what you have to fulfill next, I would say that's step one to understanding what your sole purpose is so you can go onwards to fulfill.
0: I really resonate with that. I think the biggest triggers in our lives are actually our biggest teachers when you were talking about that. But also it's funny because I'm also Jewish and I come from an Israeli background. And the concept of tikkun and tikkun olam, I was raised with that same concept. I actually ended up writing my college essay about that. It's interesting like I've studied different religions and at the core of each religion even though a lot of different religions are the causes of conflicts in the world I've noticed that like the core of those religions are all based and founded on the same ideas of unity and oneness and um, purpose which I think is really interesting and I think that's why I've like learned to see things in like a perspective outside my Jewish religion and just see things as a whole because I really like to learn about Buddhism and Hinduism, and even Christianity, there's a lot of different interesting components to it. But I really like how you were talking about how your obstacles help you define your soul mission. What I've noticed is like, with soul missions, what makes your heart tick and what makes you really happy and excited? That's like kind of the path to your soul mission. If you're feeling bored, or just frustrated with what you're doing with your life, it's not aligned with the frequency you're supposed to be living in. And I've noticed that with myself, like I very much I'm a people person, I love to talk with people and empower people. And that's something that really resonates with me. So I've committed my life to even if I'm doing other things to always find those passion projects where I'm able to connect with people on a deep level. But I think maybe for someone else listening at home, maybe they're more shy, and they don't like to you know, be public and talk on stage and things like that. But I guess my question to you is how can someone that is confused, that's a young adult, how can they live a life more centered around their sole purpose or just centered around the intention of finding their sole purpose?
1: Number one, I would say stop trying because when you try, and I'm not saying just sit there and wait, but stop trying to figure everything out because you're you're not always going to. And a part of figuring things out is understanding that you're not going to know everything. That's that's a part of our process and a part of our journey, and that's okay. I would say if we if one can remain more in a state of being a little bit more, allowing themselves to be guided a little bit more, and I'm not talking about being like a flying kite in the air and just going wherever the wind blows. That, there's a problem with that, too, because you still have to be grounded what i'm trying to say here is all we can do is our best so you do your best with what you know continue educating yourself you don't have to have all the answers right away you don't have to know where every lesson that you learn fits in right away think about it like a puzzle if you have a puzzle of a thousand pieces and i pick up one piece before the puzzle is done you may not know where that one piece fits you could do two things you can continue building the puzzle and let that piece fall into place or You can get frustrated and say, I don't know where these piece fits. I'm just going to throw it out. The second would be counterproductive. That's not the way of going about fulfilling that puzzle and making it whole. So for anybody that's feeling lost, understand that you're not lost. You're exactly where you need to be. A part of many of our processes, including mine, including yours, including everybody listening, no matter how much somebody may seem like they have it all figured out, there's no destination here. There may be a destiny, but we keep going. There's no absolute destination. There is a process that we go on. The destination, the destiny is that path that we're always on, and that path is one of acceptance. It's one of being. It's one of being in, in harmony and in flow with where we need to be and what we need to do. You know, And we may not have all the answers, but if you are confused, stop trying to figure out the conclusion. You may not be there right now, that's okay. I've learned with all the work that I do, I have no idea what's going to be in a year from now. I don't know what's going to happen six months from now. What I do know is I'm doing my best with what I have right now. What happens next will happen. I have trust. I have faith in in that higher power within me. And I emphasize within me because it's within each and every one of us. I have faith in the way things unfold. I have faith in the way things work. I understand that there's a perfection to absolutely everything in a perfect and divine order. And if we can hold that belief system moving forward, then that's going to be reflected in your life. So just do your best. Keep learning, keep educating yourself. Enjoy. You don't have to be hard on yourself. You don't have to be non-forgiving of yourself if you make a mistake. Just chill out, have a good time, relax. That's what life is about. You will figure everything out in due time if you allow yourself to.
0: Yeah, I agree. And also, I think part of life, what you were mentioning about how things are not always going to be in our control. Part of our journey on earth during this time is to embrace uncertainty, especially during these years right now with a lot of things happening around the world. And that's part of the reason I started this podcast. I started it last year during this whole, you know, craziness in this world is to make other people realize that they have power. And that's why I named it Claim Back Your Power. That That power lies within all of us, and I think sometimes in this modern world, we're actually taught that it's not, and I just believe that everything that happens in our lives shapes and defines who we grow to be and who we are today, and so I really resonate with everything you were talking about.
1: Just like you said, everybody has the power to do something. We all have access to infinite potential. The question is, what are we going to do about it? And by the way, I I would use myself as a perfect example. Half the people, more than half the people, 95% of the people that I've interviewed over the past year and a half, I didn't know them before. I had no clue who they were. I busted my ass. I emailed everybody. I figured out how to get in contact. I was persistent. I did whatever I can possibly do to get in touch with some of the biggest leaders in, in the empowering and freedom movement. And I got there not because there was uh, a great circumstance that I was born into, but because there's something called persistence that each and every one of us can have and can practice. So we're not victims of our reality. We are creators of our reality. to
0: I agree. I think victimization is the biggest thing that holds us back. Victimization is just a coping mechanism for a lot of people who feel lost. But I want anyone who's listening to know that you're not a victim of your circumstances. And choosing to be a victim of your circumstances is not the frequency that you want to be in, because that's not a frequency of abundance. And you're not going to welcome new blessings and opportunities in your life if you're constantly closed off. If you're open to all the different possibilities in your life, and you wake up every morning and set an intention that something today is going to go right for me, maybe not everything will go great. Maybe something some challenges will arise along the way. Because challenges are growth and it's uncomfortable because we've never been there but if you're just open to receiving abundance from the universe and just creating the life that you want to live in it's not going to happen overnight but it's again about the persistence you were mentioning it's about having that belief in your own power because faith and hope is the only thing that is stronger than fear and that keeps us going is believing in ourselves and knowing that we're the ones truly holding us back if you find that power within you and you say, okay, I can't control the way people treat me, I can't control the opportunities that I have in front of me right now, but I can control my response to my current reality. That's when you're able to make a shift in your whole life. And that's when you'll, you'll see a shift too, when you just change that mindset in you might not be overnight, but it's about the work and it's about committing to yourself to doing that work and finding that change in your own life.
1: You get it. You you really get it. hundred percent. I agree.
0: What do you think are some tips for people listening that are interested in going and diving into the world of self-expression and spirituality and personal development? What is the thing that got you started?
1: Number one, I can't emphasize this enough. Stay grounded. When it comes to the spiritual world, I think a lot of people, they take it somewhere that it isn't to begin with almost like what some vegans do nowadays. And I was born and raised a vegan, but I don't even like saying that anymore because of what certain individuals have associated with that term in terms of behavior associated with, I'm a vegan, you know, almost like what people did with, I'm spiritual. I don't even like the word anymore because it's been corrupted over time. There's no groundedness. And... The biggest thing that I would say is when it comes to really embodying your spiritual nature, you have to understand that your physical body and your physical life comes first, meaning we have to be grounded, only then can we grow. Look at it like a tree. If you don't have roots in the ground, and they're not strong roots in the ground, you can't expect to sit on top of the tree and not have it topple over but uh, uh, a lot of people today on the spiritual side of things have gone because we were on an extreme of physicality are now on an extreme of spirituality and any side of that extreme there is a problem you have to be balanced in both so if you're asking me for tips i would say first and foremost pay attention to your physical body pay attention to your physical life you still need a job you still need to be able to support yourself financially. You still need to be able to feed your family. You still need to be able to take care of yourself and others. All those things are very important because you're not going to be able to focus on the real things that, that matter spiritually in the world if you're not set physically. And I'm not talking about financial means right now. I'm talking about your health. I'm talking about your body. I'm talking about... Everything, physically speaking, comes first because that's the experience that we're in right now, tangibly speaking. If you're set physically and you're grounded, then start moving to the other stuff. The spiritual side of life, that's the bonus. That's where the fun part is. The awakening process is not something that's comfortable, especially when you're in a deep sleep. There's no such thing as a person that's been in a deep sleep that you've woken up in a beautiful way. There's always a shake that needs to happen. People don't like that, but it needs to happen. It's you questioning yourself and your own abilities. That's normal, that's natural. It's a part of waking up, especially from the world that we live in today. But educate yourself, expand your level of awareness, share that consciousness and awareness with all others around you. Treat others like you want to treat yourself. Treat others the way you want to be treated and keep moving forward in that route.
0: I agree. I think also what you were talking about, that there's two sides to the spectrum. And I think it's about cultivating neutrality and being able to observe things from an outsider perspective and not let our ego take over, like you were talking about with being vegan. I was vegan for a long time. I'm vegetarian now. But I definitely agree with the toxicity behind the term vegan is having this ego around it, like, oh, I don't eat animal products but you do so i'm a better person than you when in reality that's not true because maybe the other person is doing a bunch of volunteer work and is doing humanitarian efforts and they're contributing to the world in their own way and i think we come from a place of compassion and our intention is a good thing and it's from a place of care but sometimes our ego takes over for us and does the talking and we stop seeing things eye to eye and we forget that we're reflections of each other and i think that's what causes the divide in the world is to being on the sides of the spectrum you can see that in politics you can see that in the spiritual community with what's going on in the world right now and all the external circumstances i think it's a perfect time for us to go within when things are there when there's chaos in the world on the external world that is a reflection For us to go within. And just in this case, there's chaos for everyone in the world. So I think right now is a time for all of humanity to go within and self reflect. And that could show up for people in a lot of different ways. So for me, going and meditating and doing yoga, that's really grounding for me. And I love to do it and I feel empowered when I do it. But maybe you hate being a downward dog. Maybe you don't like to do that stuff. Maybe you like to go on walks or be in the beach or just do things that make you happy. Just making that small commitment to doing things that make your heart happy will lead you to where you need to be. So that's something that works for me. I don't know if that's, if you agree with you that, know, if you have I'm, something so to I'm, add.
1: I'm I'm happy you brought up the whole vegan thing where people are like, yeah, I'm, I'm a vegan and you're not, and there's something wrong with you. And it's like, no, everybody's on their own process. Everybody's in their own journey. Being a vegan may not be for everybody. Just because I do that for my whole life doesn't mean it's right for everybody. So I think we have to have more of a respect for other people's journeys, regardless of where they're at. It's not about better or worse. Are we different? Sure, we may do different things, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Doesn't make one person better or not. And back to the whole like toxicity behind that word of what's associated with it, take it like the religion thing, the, the division consciousness that religion has brought up in the way that it has today on our world causes one to say my god is better than your god right and it's the same thing of just like you said in the spiritual community we see it with the whole veganism thing where they're saying i'm better than you because i'm a vegan that's not true this isn't a, the second you use the word better even the concept it's division there's there it's separating us it's dividing us i completely agree with you and i think people have to start respecting no matter where you're on on that spiritual path. We must have a respect for everybody's timeline, where they're at in their process of waiting.
0: It's not serving our highest purpose. I think being on that two spectrums, I think we all tend to kind of balance in between them, and I think a lot of the time what you said like grounding is super important whatever that means for you you just need to be yourself you need to be neutral and you need to be experienced things in your own way because you're not going to agree with everyone and that's the beauty of it because if we were all the same this world would be so boring and we would be like robots like different opinions encourage discourse and educational dialogue and respectful dialogue And at the end of the day, that's how change is established, being able to talk about things and challenge other people's beliefs. If we were all to believe the same thing, we'd be nowhere. Science wouldn't advance. Technology wouldn't advance if people didn't challenge other people's hypothesis and beliefs. I truly believe that everything in our lives are happening for our highest good. Maybe it does not seem like it is. Sometimes the reasons aren't revealed for like four years. Like maybe you have no clarity. But I think you need to accept the fact that you have no clarity, because having no clarity is clarity. If you're going through something right now, and you're feeling um, negative, well, I, I don't want to say negative, but just emotions that you're not used to experiencing. And I want to challenge you to question the narrative in your own head and question what you're telling yourself, all everyone's opinions. And things that we've been told, insecurities, all of that are just in our head. And then we think it becomes us, but we are in our mind, we are in our thoughts, we are in our emotions, we're just us. That's why when I asked you like the first question that you came on is like, who is Jason? We need to start asking people those questions. Like when we meet people, instead of being like, oh, Jason, are you a Democrat or a Republican?
1: Agreed, I think that one of the best questions, my favorite questions to ask somebody when I first meet them. Is what are you passionate about, and that opens a great conversation always,
0: yes, people light up when you ask them that they're like yeah. this and this and this and this, and it it makes you happy because I feel like humans are very empathetic. I've also noticed that with people being like, "I'm an empath, and you're not like I believe all humans are empaths. It's just about you know honoring that power within you and feeling for other people. Yeah. but I think when someone tells you like what they're passionate about and they're smiling and laughing. That can't, like, if you don't think you're happy from that either, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you need to (laughs) see how you feel about yourself if you're not happy for someone else following their passions. And my last question for you would be, in this current world right now, how can humans cultivate more love and unity and compassion?
1: The biggest thing that I would bring to the table right now is we have to, like you said, dissolve the ego the individual ego, the collective ego that we all experience right now. We have to start seeing one another as one, meaning just like our bodies are made up of trillions of different cells. Those cells have to work together for us to have a functioning body. And if we don't mirror and reflect that in the way that we live with the billions of people on earth, let alone everything off earth, we won't get there unless we start coming together and understanding that hurting you is hurting myself because we are one we may not be the same on the surface we may not look the same we may not speak the same we may not behave the same we may not act the same but the liver is different than the kidney and the kidney is different than the heart and the heart is different than the brain but they all work together so you can have a functioning and healthy body that's what I believe we have to start doing in terms of all of life as a whole. I think we have to really start acknowledging, embracing, and embodying the fact that we are one unit. Within the word humanity, by the way, there is the word unity. I don't think that's a coincidence. We have to come together. We have to live together in order to live in a, in a healthy collective unit, one organism of life as a whole. And I think if we can start doing that, we'll start seeing major changes because we'll start seeing everybody as ourselves and therefore we'll start acting differently.
0: I saw that, well, I see this quote actually like all the time on TikTok and on Instagram, but it's it says something along the lines of, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience, but we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And I just want to end that episode with this. However that sentence and quote resonates with you, whatever that means to you, it's a great representation of just life right now as a whole and what we're all going through. Thank you so much for coming on, Jason. I had so much fun talking to you. And thank you for sharing your story and your wisdom. I'm really grateful that you came on.
1: Absolutely. We'll be in touch. Thank you
0: beautiful souls thank you so much for joining me in today's episode as always feel free to dm me on instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show i hope you feel inspired to claim your power today bye